I am Deb Creer, and I am the socialite. I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. If you're listening to this live, happy holidays. Hope everyone had a great time. If you're listening on demand, we're recording this right after the holidays, so we'll probably refer a couple of times to the, the fact that it's just now the start of 2013, and I think we all need to start it off great and fabulous and leap in with what we're going to be doing, um, especially regarding social media. And to that end, I am so thrilled to have as my guest, Joyce Foistel. I've had Joyce on before, and you know we just had such a great time that I knew I had to have Joyce on again because she is so down-to-earth, I think would probably be the, the best way to explain Joyce with her uh, uh, comments about social media because she's aiming for, shall we say, a more mature demographic when she is... Um, um, posting for people and providing information, which I think is so good because then she does use terms and technology in ways that we can all understand whether you're 20 or whether you're 70 or whether you're, you know, halfway in between. So Joyce founded her business, which is Boomer's Social Media Tutor, in 2010 to help people in her baby boomer generation to become more effective in their use of social media, especially LinkedIn and Facebook. She's been active on LinkedIn and Facebook since 2008 and on Twitter and Pinterest since the summer of 2012. Joyce uses social media to stay engaged in the lives of people she cares about, which I think is key, and a lot of people forget that. We get so caught up in, oh, it has to be marketing. No, this is about keeping in touch with the people you know. She uh, uses her tools to share her insights and her expertise. She loves to gain more knowledge from experts in diverse fields. And the absolute most important thing for Joyce is to have fun. So, Joyce, welcome back. Hey, great to be back. Great, great. Well, you know, what we thought we would talk about today is Pinterest, which is definitely still the new kid on the block, but so many people are getting on it, and it's it's for a variety of different ways, just like every other social media site. There are very different reasons for people to use Pinterest. For so many people, and, and the reason Pinterest was really basically founded was for fun, to share recipes, to share craft ideas, you know, all of those various things. But it is a great business tool also. So, Joyce, why did you even decide that you wanted to be on Pinterest, and how do you use it? Good questions. Well, I had started to hear about it earlier this year when it really started to get momentum. And then a friend of mine, Barbara Bailey, who is one of my social media gurus, as you are, and she happens to be local, I'm in a business women's group with her. She invited me on in April. Now, this step was when, as you may know, uh, people still had to be invited into Pinterest. And we just thought it was so cool because we had yeah, to be invited. And, you know, like a sorority or something, you know. <laughs> so, and it is a lot of women, though, men use it. And then in August, Pinterest did go public. So now anyone over 13, can have a Pinterest account. But back to your question. So she invited me in, and like a lot of these, I didn't jump right in. But because it's so easy to use, I did get involved much more quickly than I did, say, with Twitter, for example. 
then I did ask another friend, and we talked on the phone, kind of what is a board, how do you pin, though this, of course, is all on the Pinterest account. And really what drew me really initially, initially, was the beauty, the visual beauty of Pinterest. I was overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I felt like every night I could go to an art gallery at 11 o'clock, and I was just in my home at my computer. It, it, it was just stunning, stunningly beautiful and fascinating and funny. The posts were just, you know, like you see things on Facebook mm-hmm. and they're just beautiful and funny and you repost them, you, re- you share them on Facebook. But this was like this deluge of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what kind of just drew me really initially was just the fun. Well, and for those of you who aren't on Pinterest, you're pinning a graphical image. So that's why Joyce mentions the fact that it's, it's so gorgeous because it's, it is just images. You know, and, and then there is text associated with the images. And, and very often what you do is you click on the image to go to a website. But, you know, it, it is so visually fascinating. And especially for me because I love images. That's what I just love about it. I will, I'll do like you do. I, um, will spend so much time just looking at the various pictures. You know, I'll, I'll turn it on at night while I'm watching TV or, you know, right before I go to bed and just kind of look at the various images for quite a long time, whether I'm looking at the popular posts or the people from posts that I follow, because it's just so cool to see all of those various pictures. Now, I'm afraid we might have already worried people. <clears throat> well, we both <laughs> sound like we have got this addiction. There's probably going to be a 12-step group for Pinterest users before we know it. I mean, seriously. So I think a really key thing is that I'd like to bring up initially, as I do with all social media, is pacing yourself, limiting yourself, um, especially with Pinterest, because it's just so amazing as far as these images from all over, people from all over the world. So what I like to think I say to my, oh, and here's the other thing we'll get into, I'm sure, eventually. I link Pinterest with Facebook. So when I post on Pinterest, people in Facebook who are my friends see that I've posted. Now, right. I don't want these people thinking all I'm doing is posting on Pinterest and, like, this joy should get a life, you know. <laughs> so I, I usually limit my posting, repinning, and we'll explain the terms, to maybe six to eight. Now, right. that doesn't mean I don't look at a lot of other ones. But I usually, in any one sitting, will do... Maximum. Do you see what I mean, Deb? Right. And, and I do that too because I have my uh, Pinterest page tied to my personal page on Facebook. And what happens is, you know, when I have it, uh, you know, when, when I am repinning or, you know, initially pinning, I don't want it to be overwhelming. So I make sure, like you do, to not post so many things that people go, ugh. You know, it's, it's kind of like the people who play games and games are, you know, great on mm-hmm. Facebook. That's why a lot of people are there. But when somebody looks like that's all they're doing, it's like, eh, really? Yo, hello, get a life. Right, right, exactly. So I noticed that and I, cause I see other people and, but going to that, if we can kind of flow this for a minute, one of the sure. reasons I like uh, having pins on Facebook, two ways. One is, I had this one friend of mine, Bonnie, from high school. You know, I haven't talked to Bonnie in years. We were at the high school reunion in July. Mm-hmm. So she's always commenting on my Pinterest activity and my boards and my friend Sharon, my best friend, my closest friend probably from high school, she and Carol, mm-hmm. my two closest friends. And Bonnie was right in there too. But she's now on it. And now I'm repinning more of Sharon's stuff or she repins mine. And, you know, maybe this would have 
the high school reunion kind of prompted us reconnecting. But I like that because we, we, it catches our eye on Facebook, then we see what Pinterest activities we're up to, and then you can go in and track. And the same, like my friend Jana, who's here locally, each of one of my daughters, she's a Toastmaster friend of mine. So Jana will pin a mix of stuff that a mom of a two-year-old would pin and that a professional woman who's a project manager would pin and that someone who's into social media would pin. So, see, there's one out of eight or two out of eight of her boards I might just repin because of our shared interests. Right. It really goes to the core of Pinterest is to help you see your shared interests with other people. Right. You know, and, and a, a great example is I typically will pin recipes. You know, now I am not a good cook. You know, I'm, I'm getting better partially because of Pinterest because I'm finding such cool recipes. But, you know, so people might follow a recipe that I pin. So they'll go to my board. And I also have, you know, I've got some other fun things there. I've got, you know, University of Colorado stuff since I'm an alum and all of those. But I have a board for my blog and I have a board there for my radio program. So that's a way for people who initially went, oh, you know, hey, this is a great recipe to then see what else I do. And I think that's a great tip for a business owner. You know, it's not just all about business or all about fun. It, you know, it can be one or the other, but it's it's a really good way to combine those two. I like to do that too, Deb. And I took a class at Colorado Free University, and if any of our listeners are local, I highly recommend, a local to Denver, that is where I am, going to Colorado Free University's class on Pinterest, which is offered every couple months by um, by a Pinterest marketing lady. I'll mention her name, Jennifer. Last name is, I'm blanking on it. But anyway, the point <laughs> is it's a great class. She's going to feel bad that I forgot her name in the moment. At any rate, uh, it's a great class, and it's called Using Pinterest to Market. Mm-hmm. And that's how I get, got the idea to do exactly what you said and have um, boards, these, you know, compilation of pins. You know, think right. of like a bulletin board, just to help kind of back up a minute. A bulletin board in your kitchen or your or your study or whatever you have, your bulletin board, a physical bulletin board, and on it are your little visuals, your pictures from your cousin's wedding or whatever. And that's what the pin would be, the visual you've pinned or attached electronically there. And I now have boards on social media in general, cyberspace and the Internet. I have them on Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Oh, like that. And they're up higher of all my, say, what do I have now, maybe 30 boards. Um, they're higher, and you can move those boards around. And I do it periodically just to mix it up. Right. And I have my blog. My blog, every time I write a blog, now I, I use the pinned button, and we can describe more of the mechanics. And then my blog post then goes right into Pinterest. So, is, But the key, and this, we should talk about this right now maybe, there's in the terms of use seven pages. I printed it out this morning. Um, <laughs> on the first page, and it's well written though, commercial use of Pinterest. If you want to use our products for commercial purposes, you must create a business account and agree to our business terms of service. So I think that, in my opinion, and verify this with me, Deb, if a person is really just using it for simple, maybe called marketing, visibility, not trying to sell an item or something or even sell a service, but just for FYI purposes, I think it's okay to continue to reference your business world just as you do mm-hmm. on your personal account, right? 
Right. You know, and, and Pinterest came out with their company accounts, oh, you know, several months ago, maybe not quite that long ago. And I'll be honest, I haven't switched mine yet either. Mine is still a personal account. And, and I'm trying to determine, you know, if I, if I really want to switch it. But yeah, if you're using Pinterest just as a corporation, as a business, and you're only pinning business images, you should make sure, just like on Facebook, where you've got a business page as opposed to a personal one. Exactly. That's really the distinction. Mm-hmm. And there are different rules that apply, you know, for that. And we're not going to, we agreed ahead of time that we aren't really going to go into the details of business accounts. That's a separate conversation, right. mm-hmm. which I'm not really as prepared to partake in. But well, and, and, I think when it's just personal, then you can, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can definitely learn a lot. And, you know, a, a business is going to use Pinterest the same way. You know, they're going to pin images. Maybe it's that they, you know, for example, they have a YouTube channel and they pin to, uh, links on their YouTube channel of product videos or, you know, all these various things. You could do testimonials. You know, it's, it's a great resource for business. And the last stat that I saw, and this was a couple weeks ago, is that Pinterest is the number four driver of traffic to websites. And I think that's wow. where businesses really need to, to take that into account is are you driving people from Pinterest back to your website or are you driving them somewhere else? Very good question. Jennifer Hilburn mm. came to me. H-I-L-B-U-R-N. Just a marvelous. I just want to put a shout out for her because Perfect. she's the one that really helped me um, to get this broader use of Pinterest, you know, still within the rules, mm-hmm. you know. You know, and that's one of the things I think yeah. I like about Pinterest when you're mentioning the rules and things is it doesn't change an awful lot. You know, it's not like our big buddy Facebook where right. every single time you log on, it looks different. You've got to change your privacy settings, you know, all those various things. And that doesn't really exist in Pinterest. Anyhow, you know, so far it's, it is, you know, it's a pretty nice stable platform where, you know, it's, it's just kind of there and, you know, it's, now there are some things, and, and I wanted to talk about this because I had this, I saw this a couple of times over the weekend where, you know, people were pinning to photography sites, to bad pictures. And the great thing is you can report them. And I wanted to make exactly. sure that people knew that they could do that because if you see those and you're thinking, ew, I don't want to be part of, you know, this, this platform, report those. You know, it is very much against, ter- uh, Pinterest terms of service to be, uh, posting pornography. So make sure that you report right. those. And the way you do it is you go to the pin. And, you know, so I'm, I'm pulling one up right now just so that I can make sure that I've, I've got the place on there. But then it gives you the option to, uh, report it. And you can report it for a variety of different things. It's saying, you know, nudity, attacks on a group, graphic violence, hateful speech or symbols, uh, actively promotes self-harm, spam or other. And so you you can turn those in. And I had to unfollow a couple people on Pinterest over the weekend because that was all that they were pinning. Now, it was a business account. So I think what happened was Ooh. somebody got their account, got into their account. Um, kind of a hacking thing. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. But, you know, it is it is a place where people are looking at these great graphic images and you don't always want to see some of those things. And, and so just report them if you do. I agree. I was just looking at some other things preparing for the interview. And one of them, I love it, pin etiquette. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like kindergarten. It is good. You know, right. One, be respectful. Two, be authentic. We could talk about any of these more. Three, credit mm-hmm. your source. Find the original source of the pin. And four, just what you were saying, report objectionable content. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, it's interesting because I've seen some of the people I follow have, I wouldn't call it nudity, but there was a lot of skin in the picture. Right. So then I think, okay, am I personally offended? All right, maybe it's okay. You know, it's such a personal thing. And I had not gone to the point where I thought that is really creeps me out. Mm -hmm. It's been right on the edge. And, you know, when I go into what's called the everything option, or mm-hmm. even popular, I suppose, for that matter. Now right. you're going to see, correct, Deb, the whole stream of pins in the Pinterest universe, mm-hmm. right? So yes. in a way, there's nothing quite like that I can think of in LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter, really. I suppose almost like in Twitter, for example. In Twitter, if you typed hashtag whatever, right. then, or you know, whatever the topic is, right, or a person, you would see everything related to that person is more, right? right? Yes. So with Pinterest, there is, of course, the categories, which would be comparable in a way to a hashtag on Twitter, where if you want to see all the pins on science and nature, you could see them. Right. You know, or photography, or, you know, the categories they have. That is definitely something that pinners need to keep in mind because when we're posting on Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, even Twitter to some degree, because you can turn Twitter on or off, but particularly on, on Facebook, when you're posting, you can get that down to a finite group of people and it's not oh, the, yeah. the whole world that sees everything. Now, Pinterest does have private groups, which is a new thing that they, they have started. Secret boards. Right. Secret yes. boards. You know, is that so what you're maybe talking you're about? planning, yes, the secret mm-hmm. board. So maybe it's, you know, you're planning, uh, say, uh, a surprise birthday party for somebody and mm-hmm. you've got all these different ideas, you know, or you're planning a wedding and, and you just want your, your, uh, bridal party to see the pictures. So you'd have a secret board. But otherwise, everything can be seen by everybody on Pinterest. So, you know, you might not want to be posting the pictures of, say, your your children, um, you know, and, and giving too much information about them or, you know, things that, that you really should keep private. Just make sure, especially on Pinterest, that you're keeping them private um, because That's it's, it's really pretty different good. out there. Yeah, I was thinking, I recently found a cute little thing about, with uh, Wisconsin girls, you can take them home to your mother and they can outdrink your father. <laughs> no, I'm from the UK. You laugh. That makes me feel better. So uh-huh. I'm from Wisconsin and you know there's truth in that. So I put that up on my Wisconsin board. And right. now, alright, so something, oh, you know, that's, I don't do, that's probably the closest I would do to some, but something I would call edgy and you're going, boy, this is a PC girl here. But it's uh, I, I I agree with you because I think that because it's so hard to narrow it down easily per pin and who thinks of that in the moment, then you just gotta genuinely self censor yourself. And here's another really important one I was thinking about looking through my info today. Let's say you don't want to have anything you do on Pinterest show up on Google. Mm-hmm. That might be the case if it's your personal right. stuff and not mm-hmm. business, especially you've got to make sure in the little settings there that your link to Google is turned off. Like, you know, so in other words, in terms of a Google search, that people won't find you. Because otherwise, you type in Joyce Voice, don't trust me, my Pinterest mm-hmm. account comes up right. in the first or second page. Well, and that's a great tip, especially for people, say, who are in the job market. You know, they <laughs> might also be planning a wedding or, you know, doing all those other things. And they just don't want those seen by a potential recruiter. On the other hand, they might want to have the opposite. They might want to have a great Pinterest account. So, you know, maybe they have two accounts where one is they're, they're linking to industry articles. They're showing that they're keeping up with trends and things like that. And they want a recruiter or an HR person to see those. So, you know, it's, it's a good way for somebody who looks you up to see some things that you really want them to find out about you. Well, that's a good point. So, Deb, then, 
so could a person in their just what's called their professional persona, mm-hmm. you know, um, oh, I'm trying to think of, um, you know, Bob Jones um, architect. Let's pick that. Right. Mm-hmm. So Bob Jones architect has a, um, even though he doesn't own a farm yet, maybe it's just out of school or something, he would have things that were on there related to his architect persona. But right. Bob Jones, a guy, would have his separate personal one not connected, say, to Google. Is that right. what you're saying or to a search? That is, you know, and, and I'm looking here very quickly through the Pinterest uh, rules because on Facebook, you can only have one personal account. Um, you know, they, they, uh, Facebook right. is, is very careful about that. So you couldn't have, say, Robert Jones and Bob Jones on, on Facebook as, as mm-hmm. two personal accounts. And trust me, Facebook is pretty good at figuring those things out. Uh, you know, they look at their, their algorithms, look at who some of the mutual friends are. Gee, do you have the same birth date? Do you have some other things? And what happens on Facebook is they just delete you. Um, you know, you broke their terms of service and away you go. And the only way to protest Facebook is through Facebook. And gee, if they just deleted your account, that's a little difficult. But I believe on Pinterest, you can have more than one personal account. Um, you know, if anybody's thinking about doing that, make sure that you read the terms of service to Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that we're correct on that. But you know, you could have a Bob Jones, which is, you know, his fun stuff. Maybe he's posting about, you know, his college alma mater, all those various things. But then he has Robert Jones Mm -hmm. that is his professional page. Yeah, I think that could be done. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, it's so interesting, uh, which kind of makes me think kind of, in a way, this relates to my next point. I had this lady follow one of my pins, and, you know, I just, I always look up, when people start following a board, I mean, me, maybe not a board, but me right. all the way around, I'll go and look at them and see what do I want to follow their board or oh, yes. they'll follow them. Oh, right, makes sense, right? Just like on Twitter, same, mm-hmm. probably same concept. So I find this lady, and she looks really interesting. I mean, she's a relationship coach. She's here in the Denver area. So this is what I love about LinkedIn, which I'm going to bring, I'm see how these tie together. I go to LinkedIn. I look her up. I'm a second-degree connection away from her, and I'm, wow, 500 connections. Gee whiz. So first I follow her on Pinterest, and then I go to LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and I ask her to connect, and we're in at least one group, which would right. make sense. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, <laughs> that's so cool. You found me on Pinterest, and how about we connect on LinkedIn too? Right. Isn't that neat? Well, and you know, it's it's funny because they do all tie together. And yep. typically, if it's a a true business contact that I have met, you know, so maybe I've gone to a networking thing, I'll connect with them just on LinkedIn, you know, and and right. then I might find them on Pinterest, and since Pinterest is so wide open, but I give them the option if they want to follow me on Facebook. You know, I tell them I'm perfectly fine with that. But if you want to keep your Facebook just for your personal use, then feel free to to not connect with me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. And, and what I like is seeing how all the, the various sites wh- where one person kind of has a persona on each one. You know, to me, yeah. that's very interesting. And that's what people need to keep in mind is, you know, are they funny and sarcastic on one? Are they, you know, very serious on another? Are you giving people first a mixed message? You know, are they thinking, holy cow, this, this person is a split personality? But more important, maybe they do want to work with you in a professional setting. And they thought, hey, your LinkedIn is great. You've got some great Pinterest boards. You, you send out good tweets, but on Facebook, <laughs> you know, so yeah. keep that in mind when, when, you know, what is your total online brand as opposed to just what it, what is it per site? 
Well, and I think the word authenticity just pops right to mind Definitely. in some of those four key points because I think that although we should be selective, we talked about this last time, selective about what we post on, say, a LinkedIn mm-hmm. status report versus maybe our Facebook personal profile, um, there are many things that bleed over. It, my best example would always be my Toastmaster life, which right. is a business element and then a personal element. Mm-hmm. And I think that I I know I just I post on maybe not Pinterest so much about it though I reference my Toastmaster affiliation, but I'll post that on LinkedIn. I'll post it on Facebook. I may re- occasionally reference it on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. but I I think that I still hopefully have a similar way of writing. Right. Uh, uh, kind of projecting myself to the world, and uh, yeah, that would be weird <laughs> if someone had this like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing going. That would be kind of well. And I unsettling. have seen some people who do that, and it's more that they're thinking, okay, especially Facebook is very much personal. So they're you know they're posting things there that they wouldn't in their professional life, but they're forgetting that there is an overlap. You know, they could have mutual friends, they could have mutual friends of friends. You know, all of those various. things things you know and, and i'm a little more uh humorous maybe would be the you know the term on that i would use on facebook you know i post cute little funny pictures you know i posted one today of a cat who's hiding its head and it says it's not friday you know? and you know and I, I wouldn't post that on linkedin now i might post it on pinterest because yeah. you know, it's it's certainly it's it's not unprofessional it's it's just kind of this cute little funny thing um, but i think you you can have a slightly different persona on each, you know, because you do want to be more mm-hmm. serious on LinkedIn, but you don't want to look schizophrenic. <laughs> right. Actually, you bring up a point. I don't believe it's possible, if I understand Facebook correctly, to take an image from Facebook and post it to Pinterest. Is that correct? It I is, think there's some limitations um, there. Is that right, Tim? There are some limitations. So, you know, if, if I've got an image I want to post on multiple places, I just save it to my hard drive. Um, yep. Or, you know, maybe it's it's a link to a website. So it's it's something different. But, but yeah, I, I typically don't do that. And, you know, maybe those sites will, will kind of work together. I think it's in some ways a lot like how uh, Twitter used to allow a lot of Instagram posts, and now you can't do that. Um, really? You know, everybody mm-hmm. is starting to have really, this is my site. I don't want to allow anybody else on it and you know it's 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 interesting to kind of watch how that works um, because I think it gets very limiting you know so many people are used to being able to use multiple sites that when you start saying hey you can only do one thing here eh, you know okay I'll go on to my other site where they let me do a little bit more yeah it's interesting I'm sure it's still going to evolve but oh, I imagine yes. that's just partly Facebook protecting itself um, right. for whatever reason Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of brings up the point about the pin it button, right? And how you can—I mean, it's like you can install it in like twenty seconds. You know, it's mm-hmm. very simple to take it from the Pinterest, uh, you know, main uh, your Pinterest main profile yes. or account and put it onto your favorites. And then what I like about using that is this is where the synchronicity comes in. Say on Twitter now, I'm going to find a really interesting blog post that has a, a nice visual component up that is going to pick up on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So I go to my pin it button, and it's usually going to give me anywhere from one to three or four visual options, sometimes more. So then I take that and tell me, I think I'm doing this correctly. So I click on that to pin it, mm-hmm. and then usually it's already referenced. They say in some place, some original terms of service or someplace, one of these tips that I found in the reading of the getting it started. So the, the original source is there, and then I can make another little comment. 
say, right. terrific blog by Gary Vyman. Read this. This is really good. Um, something like that. So that way then people know that I personalize it and just slap it right up there without a thought to it. And then I can put it on any one of my related boards. Right. So for me, that is just part of what I want to project to people is that I'm out there searching around, trying to stay as up to date as I can. It's kind of the kind of a middle person between the really more I don't want to say techie users, but the more uh, more sophisticated mm-hmm. social media users and the newbies on the other end. Sort of like I don't know, right. translator is exactly the word, but That's a link. That's it. Yeah, but but yeah, a link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's what I think is neat. Have you done that much then, Deb, in terms of I, using you know, the I, I need to way? do more of it. Um, but you just brought up a really good point for anybody who blogs. We want people to share our blog posts. You know, we don't, we, right. it's great when they comment and do all of those things. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy for them to share on Facebook. You know, you, you have all of those buttons. But if you want your blog post to be shareable on Pinterest, you have to have a graphic image there. So, yep. you know, um, it's, it's one of those things where you can, there's a lot of sources for very inexpensive and free images. Don't just steal them. Eh, eh, bad, mm-hmm. bad. But, you know, use an image that pertains to your blog post because then say, say Joyce writes this great blog post, then, and I want to pin it. She has to have put a great image in there for me to pin too. So make sure that the image kind of pertains to the blog post. You know, it shouldn't just always be, somebody's headshot or, you know, heaven forbid that the header to your blog, you need to have a separate image that you're putting in there as a blogger so that other people can pin it. Right. And you can have the Pinterest, um, which I got to get on my blog, the actual Pinterest button right. too. Mm-hmm. It also facilitates that, which kind of shows that speaking of the Pinterest button, here's one thing that I did after my class that I took at Colorado for University. I, it's very easy if you're okay doing this to have a, essentially a Pinterest app on your Facebook business page. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you go to, to Boomer Social Media Tutor, then Boomer Social Media Tutor on Facebook, my business page, not Joyce Foistel, you know, personal, but the business, you'll see my Pinterest button. So now if someone went, oh, Pinterest, what's that? That goes directly to my Pinterest account. Oh, I need to add that to my page. I haven't done yeah. that. Yeah. Isn't that neat? So that way people can find out about you. And what I love about it is going back to the original point we were making early on, that they can find it about, you know, not just my interest in social media, but my appealing animal stuff and my children that capture my heart and places I want to go and how I like pictures of the full moon. And, you know, now Joyce becomes more three-dimensional, right? You know what? I I want to find out exactly how you did that, and and I know, but I want you to to walk people through how to do that. So, but let's take our break, and oh, then when we come yeah. back, tell people how you were able to put that on your business Facebook page. So great, right, let's I'll take a break. When we okay. talk about that, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll come back. All right. Okay. Bye. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. 
I am Dr. Clint Dickinson of Dickinson Chiropractic. Have you ever wondered why families go to chiropractors? Well, I'm here to give you a little testimonial from a family in my office. They came in for neck pain and uh, hip pain, and they've noticed that their overall health has dramatically improved. Their family has been 19 months free of illnesses of any kind. Their three young girls have not been sick since November of 2009. They have not missed school due to colds, flu, or anything. If you'd like to take advantage of that and get your family well, give my office a call at 303 303- 688 2300 303-688-2300. 7344 We are back. I am Deb Creer, the socialite. Oh, we've got an echo. Um, I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool for business. I are we getting an echo with everything else? This is strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on just a minute. Okay, no echo online, so it's just me. <laughs> so yeah, because I hear the echo, too. <laughs> I am Deb Creer, and I am... My my guest today is Joyce Foistel, and we are talking about how to use Pinterest as part of, mainly for your personal use, but how then to also have it overlap into your business life and, and how to use the two platforms together. So, you know, a great tip that Joyce just brought up right before the break was on her business page, which is Boomer's Social Media Tutor. Okay, everybody catch that. Facebook, go to Boomer's Social Media Tutor and be sure to like Joyce's page. But on that page, one of her her buttons is to her Pinterest account. So, Joyce, tell us and how you were able to add that onto your page. You know, I was researching that during the break, and <laughs> in my great book, Pinterest Marketing for Dummies, and you know, goodness gracious, it's not like coming right up. So I'll have to. I mean, I'll, if I, I'll kind of look around while I'm on okay, here. Okay, great. But it. Um, it seems to me that when you're in Pinterest, it was from Pinterest itself that I had the option. I'll go back and look and say, I don't know now that it's connected that I could like, unless I unconnected it, I suppose, okay. then I could go and see administrative tab options, that kind of thing, Pinterest. Okay, okay great. So, um, Well, that may just be a reason to have you on I think, Yeah, it could be for the next, you know, let me, we, because we could do another interview where we could do some just really basic information about a business owner right. using Pinterest mm-hmm. where I could have that before the next time. I'm sure well, I can research it. So if nothing else, I could just unhook right. it and, and read it. And I would it, love know. to do that. I think we need to have a, a program where we are talking just about Pinterest for business. Wow, that's almost a tongue twister. Um, and, and so we'll, we'll just kind of leave that. So let's go back mm-hmm. to talking about Pinterest for people. Now, one of the things that, that I think is, is always interesting is 
you have a choice between following someone's boards, all of them, or you can pick and choose. I typically will follow all of someone's boards. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's easier for me. I just click the follow all button as opposed to each one. But why should people want to follow just specific boards? And why do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I'm more like you. I tend to follow the person in general. But what I've noticed when people follow me or follow a particular board is that I go look through all their boards, and if there's only one board that I really have a shared interest with, going back to that key point, why would I want to see all their recipes? Maybe I'm not a big cook, or I don't have little kids, or, you know, I can see that I, I would get all this stuff in my Pinterest stream which had no um, interest to me. Mm-hmm. So I right now follow, I'm just going to look that up, I said about 170 people. Mm-hmm. 86 people are following me. I just noticed that during the break. Now I might say, oh golly, only 86 people follow me. I don't really care. You know, It's not right. like in LinkedIn when I was trying to get to 500 or something. You know, I just think, well, whoever follows me, fine, doesn't fine. I'm not about building a following. But I think that another key thing is to look at the name of the board. Now, I once followed a board because a visual animal looked funny. And then when I, I saw it posted on my Facebook um, profile, you know, my, my personal profile, it had a bad word in, as right. an obscenity. Mm-hmm. And the title of the dang board, I'm like, oh, no. So I go into my Wisconsin accent. So I um, deleted. I quick deleted that. Right. I, I unfollowed that board because I don't want to project a crass image. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's something that's very important for people to consider when they're naming their boards. You know, we <laughs> want to make them something interesting. You know, it shouldn't just be Facebook, Twitter, pictures. You know, make it something very cool. And and one of the people that I love the most is Gina Shrek. And I'm looking at her Pinterest boards. And, you know, she just she uses capital letters, all caps, to really emphasize something. So she's got, oh, the places we shall visit. And places is in all caps. Shoes, shoes, shoes. Now, in her case, shoes, all, all of those shoes were in all caps. Um, she has curl up with a great book and book is all in caps. So hmm. it's a great way for people to really see the name of the board in, in a very cool and interesting way because you do want people to connect with you. And if you just called it shoes, places, books, eh. yeah, <laughs> which kind of what I'm doing. I, I, um, I play around with that, and you can obviously retitle these. I have things like places that fascinate me is what I have, or intriguing photos, or sometimes right. I get cool with, like, tips on Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. so with a little play on the T and the T or something, or right. Facebook fun facts, you know. Mm-hmm. So the one thing, going back to business for a minute, and kind of bleed over there a little bit, wait, they always stress in all the marketing stuff on Pinterest have your keyword in your board title. Yes. So if I'm supposed to be a social media tutor, there better be a board with social media. Right. Or there better be a Facebook, you know, that kind of thing for searchability. You know, and, and another tip, especially for a business who is using Pinterest or a person who is using their, their Pinterest page for business, like you and I both do, is mm-hmm. you can set that that primary image. 
you know, and, and because, you know, otherwise it just, it, the, the image that shows up, the, the biggest image on Pinterest on the board is the last pin that you did to that board. Right. Well, I, you know, that might be fun or that might not. I always want to make it look the same. So for example, I'm looking at, at my boards. What I've got is, um, you know, my social media mashup. I don't care. It can be whatever it wants. That can move um, you know, yeah. My mile high radio board, however, has as its primary image me with my headphones on in front of a microphone. Because when I pin to that board, I always pin using my guest's headshot. So it wouldn't make sense if that was what came up as the primary image. I want it to be me. Um, for my blogging uh, board, I have an image that shows up that is the primary image that is uh, a kind of a, a Scrabble tile type of thing that is social media blog. So that way people know immediately when they see it what it is. Now, my recipe board, which I call Tummy Yummies, I don't care what comes up. It can be, you know, whatever that is is the most current recipe, and, and that's perfectly fine. But you can go in and you can very easily set that by clicking on the edit board cover in each one, and then you can set that image. Exactly. No, that's a branding thing. It's really branding right. and consistency. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, the other day my friend said, oh, I saw so-and-so came up in there. I wanted to say, I like that you did. Well, you know, the curious thing about Pinterest, we should always stress this, it's a curation site, C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N, curation. It doesn't really have a lot of social dimension to it like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. So you can, when you find a pin on the large Pinterest universe, wherever you're finding it on a topic, everything, or on one of your you know, connections boards, you can write a comment there and just comment and maybe not do anything else with that pin, just like, oh, I went to Alaska too. It's beautiful. You know? So then anyone else who sees that will see your comment. Or like my friend Derek, who lives in England now, mm-hmm. I posted a picture of Juno and he comments to me, oh, I used to live in Juno. So I can write back and say, I didn't know that, Derek. And your dad lives there too, Phil? So now we're having this curious little conversation (laughs) through the comments section on these pins, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm going to repin it, then I have a chance to actually say a different comment, if I understand this, actually. Mm -hmm. And that's the pin, that's the little, almost like a caption Mm -hmm. that's going to appear under the pin when people see it in their little Pinterest Mm -hmm. feed, right? Yes. Or when they find it on my board, on my profile, on my Pinterest account. I just want to make that clarification. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think you just really hit on something that is so important is that even on Pinterest, we want to generate conversations with people. Because to me, that is the key about how to make social media truly successful, whether it's just for fun or for business or, or for a combination. You want to generate conversations with people. You want to find out what school they went to, where they used to live, what their business need is, so that then you can kind of go further from there. And that's what all of this is. It's social media. And in being social, we are supposed to have those conversations with people. And I'm frankly not doing that very much on Pinterest when I could. I mean, you're really inspiring me to kind of reframe my activity to a, you know, within, for certain pins maybe, more than others. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, and, you know, I, I'll be honest, I don't use Pinterest for business as much as I should. You know, I tend to use it more for fun, and, and so I don't track a lot of things. But, you know, it is it is something where, you know, we can take the conversation offline if it really seems something yep. interesting, all of those various things. And and that's how, you know, all of these other business relationships started. Um, you know, I think you and I met on LinkedIn or maybe Facebook. You know, and, and we've, we have never physically met in person, but we're right. now this great business partners because of social media. And I think that's one of the things that people who are going, ew, I don't want to use social media as a business tool. They need to keep that in mind is how you can meet such great people, whether it's just, you know, for, for fun or for business, but you can meet all of these very terrific people via social media. It's amazing. Totally blows my mind. Here's one more thing. I found this this morning, but I think relates to to what you're saying. Let's say you find a pin and you think somebody else might like it. Mm-hmm. Do you know if you type in the at sign mm-hmm. and then their name as they've listed it on Pinterest, eventually, just like on Facebook, when you start to type someone's name, right. they will it come up. It tags them. Mm-hmm. It tags them essentially, and you can say, "I think you'd be interested in this pin." Right. And they then it will go to their email, presumably. Right, mm-hmm. so I understand it the way that, it depends how they've structured their um, their Pinterest right. how, they, how they structure their Pinterest notification because it might just show up on the left hand side, which actually feeds into something really important. I think that you got to really protect your inbox. Now, yes. me, I'm nosy. If someone likes my beautiful picture of the moon that I posted last night, and actually quite a few people have, mm-hmm. Pinterest will let me know through email every time that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can open up in the morning and find 20 new emails just about this beautiful moon picture. Is that okay with me? It is, I think, for me. But other people are like, I so don't want that there. So then you adjust your settings in your Pinterest. Right. So then you can go to Pinterest and see that all those people, you know what I mean? That they liked it. Or they repinned it or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's it's definitely one of those things again that you should keep track of, because you know maybe somebody not only liked it, but what if they asked a question? You know, even if it was just, "Hey Joyce, where did you take this picture?" You know, you want to be able right. to respond to that. But what if you posted about business and they posted a comment and you ignored that? Oh, mm-hmm. like they wrote on your business page and you blew them off. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and oh. so. It, it can get confusing, and I think that's where people think, ooh, I don't want to do this, or it's too much. You know, at the very start of the program, we talked about Pinterest being addictive, and, you know, oh, it can be, you know, because it's very cool. You want to look at all the pictures. You want to like everything. But, you know, as with everything else, <coughs> just do it in moderation. You know, I yeah. only look at Pinterest in the evenings because then that really limits how much time I'm going to spend on it. You know, yeah, now, if I I, it's my last thing that I do of my little social media circuit, if I go to it, most nights I do, I end with Pinterest, and I say by 11 o'clock or whatever, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to shut down the computer and go to bed. You know, So that's kind of my system is what I like to do is just set it, right. do it at the very end. It doesn't stimulate me in the way some people are. Like they might just keep thinking about that picture of the moon or something, <laughs> whatever. But it calms me. It actually calms me. Most pictures do. It just, I find it just so refreshing. Well, and you can definitely go in and 
look at, you know, we mentioned it earlier, categories. So, you know, maybe during the day you only want to look on some of the business categories. And then in the evenings yeah. you're going to look at, say, the popular posts that had to do with cooking or, you know, whatever. <clears throat> and that's the, the really nice thing about Pinterest is you can break it down into those categories. I tend to really look at popular. I want to see what other people are posting about. And then I want to think, is that something that I should be posting about too? You know, do I want to mm-hmm. be, do I want to join in that? Which is, you know, a lot of the reason why Twitter does things like, um, talks about what's trending on Twitter. If you are a business on Twitter and you see that there is something that you do that is trending, you want to get involved in that. Now you have to research it. You know, I, I, there's, I always have this example of uh, something that was trending on Twitter that happened last summer where, um, the, the shootings happened at the Aurora Mall in Colorado. And so Aurora was trending and this company that, uh, is in England saw that didn't see why it was trending and started posting Ooh. about their clothing line that was called Aurora. Now oh, no. they immediately were slammed, you know, people, <laughs> this, this was not good. And they made a very large donation and, and things like that and an apology. But if you want to jump in, make sure that you're jumping in appropriately. Um, you know, and, and so really that's, yeah, you know, you just always want to look at what's trending. What are people posting? You know, what are the, the popular things on Pinterest that pertain to, you know, a category that you might, you know, you mentioned earlier, say the architect. Well, let's go a little further to say gardening. There's a category in Pinterest called gardening. Maybe you mm-hmm. can provide tips there and, and images that are fitting in with what everybody else is talking about. Great way to get involved, but make sure, again, that you're doing it appropriately. I should tell it to my friend Sharon Bray, the landscape architect. Yes, that would be perfect for her. One thing I did is I like to search sometimes for just people's names or just mm-hmm. topics. Right. And that's where I got some of those cute um, hair cut pictures of ladies over 50. I think I just wrote women over 50. And you'll see them in their, like, mother the bride dress or something with these cute haircuts. Um, And they, they, you know, Pinterest recycles these pins. So periodically I'll see a pin that I did, like, two months ago. Someone will repin it. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of interesting. Well, and that brings up a really good point for all social media is – it still is there. You know, somebody might be looking at your Pinterest boards that you did several months ago, several years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, is it still a good post? You know, depending on what you were, were pinning about might not be something that you want the world to still be seeing. Um, you know, I, I always tell people on Facebook, watch that. You know, go back, mm-hmm. look at your old posts, especially if maybe you got caught up in posting about, say, the political election or, you know, some things like that. I've had people comment on things that I posted on Facebook two years ago. Wow. You know, which is a little strange that they went back and were looking that far back on my timeline, but it can be done. So, you know, look at what you've got. Comes back to what you were saying earlier with being authentic, but make sure that the image that you're putting out there really is the image that you want people to see. Well, and here's another little practical tip I thought as you were talking. <clears throat> There's a curious little default situation. So say if I'm posting to my uh, noteworthy people um, right. board, and then my next pin is to my, oh, I don't know, it's like something completely opposite, uh-huh. uh, beauty and nature, whatever. Now, all of a sudden, and I've done this, my beauty and nature picture is showing up on my noteworthy people board mm-hmm. because that's the one I most recently pinned to. Are you with me? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So then I have to go to my noteworthy people board and repin that pin over to Beauty and Nature where it really belongs. Or, or yeah, yeah, so whatever I have to call it. And mm-hmm. then I unpin it, I delete it from the right. board I never meant to pin it to. Yeah. You want to make sure that it gets into the right spot. Right. And now, you could put it on more than one spot too, like some of my right. social media stuff. I'll put it on social media general and on Twitter in particular. You know, and, and, you know, speaking of pinning and, and putting things in places, one of the cool things that I like is to give uh, permission to people to post on some of my boards. Um, you know, for example, I would like to, to give you permission to post on some of my social media boards. So it's it's a great yeah, way to can, kind of oh, cross promote and, and do all sorts of things. You know, I've I, my probably the most active board, I'll be honest, on my my Pinterest site is recipes. But I have given several people, some of whom are absolutely fabulous cooks, the ability to post on my board. <coughs> so then they're posting these very cool recipes there. And I, I like that a lot. Yeah. You know, and, and there's several other, you know, people have invited me to be parts of boards. Now, just like with anything else, make sure that it's an appropriate fit. Um, there's one board that I am a part of where people are pinning, it's, it's an appropriate fit, but they're, they're, it's an extremely active board. So I'm getting lots of notifications. I may go in and say, eh, I really don't want to be part of that board anymore. But it's, it's a great way to, to build some teamwork, to do all sorts of things, you know, so whether it's fun or for business, you can start cross promoting things like that, which is, is a very cool way to do things. Right. I, I, I did try that once and somebody invited me something for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But exactly that thing happened you were talking about. It was a deluge of other pinners. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not that interested in Christmas decorations. You mm-hmm. know? So I just took myself out of that. It wasn't hard to do. And you can just, I just got a couple invites just last night, you know, to these boards, a shared board. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I just don't feel that right. mm-hmm. call, you know, called to doing it. But maybe like in retirement, you know, a year from now, <laughs> when I don't have the day job to, you know, be my other factor here, <laughs> that might be just a delightful thing right. to do. You know, just to have that kind of community, you're right, that teaming of like, oh, my gosh, i got to make sure Susie's in on this, too, because she would be such a great contributor, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's fun to be able to include them in that. And, you know, you had mentioned, you know, your, your classmates. I have a board where it's, it is some of my classmates that I hadn't been in touch with in 20-plus <clears throat> years, and now we're active on Pinterest together, which is a very fun way to, to reach out to people like that. It is so fun. And just another quick thing is I know we're getting to the top of the hour. I have this friend um, who's originally from Cuba, and she's in my um, Spanish-English Toastmasters club. And I don't really speak much Spanish, but I'm helping this club. Well, it turns out we have all these shared interests on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun to find out more about Marta, the person, right? not just you know, beyond what she's already shared, and some personal stories, of course, about her life, but it helps you round out your relationship, to, not round out, but expand. Mm-hmm. Expand your sense of someone, whether you know them in a business setting or in a group you're in or a high school friend. It's That's one thing I like about Pinterest, you know, almost even broader than Facebook in a certain way. I can't mm-hmm. type up words to it, but it's very right. complimentary to be well, on and, with Facebook. You know, we work with people we know, we like, and we trust. And, you know, we, we see some of that on Facebook, we see some of that on LinkedIn, but I think we see more of it on Pinterest because we can mm-hmm. really see, you know, hey, this person is a gardener. And they're not just a gardener, they're a great gardener. 
or, you know, they like the same books that I do, or maybe it's different books, but they love books, you know, and, and so we're getting some great information about people out there. And then we decide, you know, maybe this is somebody I want to meet for lunch or somebody I want to talk about, about, you know, doing business together. And it all just kinds of comes back to building that initial foundation with people. And then we say, Hey, we want to get to know them more in the real world. Right. That's a really good way to put it because we, it helps us see that we have other things in common and just makes, I like that know, like, and trust. That's the classic line and we should always remember that. It, it just gives us more op, it just gives us yet another tool mm-hmm. to find out about someone in, um, just that broader way. Right. You know, and, and, and it is, it's just, you know, to, to kind of round out what we were talking about, it's so cool because it's so visual. You know, and like you said, you use it as a way to relax. I use it as a way when my, when maybe I have been focusing too much on something and I need to let my mind relax. And, you know, so I'll go through and I'll look at Pinterest and it's just, hey, I'm looking at lots of pretty pictures. Um, but I also look at the business post too, because that, that's very important. Yeah, the infographics are absolutely fascinating. The only thing I think about with my audience is can you really read them? Right. Sometimes the print gets really tiny, and I'm like, okay, not that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you so brought up that practical stuff. Go back and look at what you pinned. You know, make sure that it was a good image, that it is something that you can see. And if it was a link to something, make sure that the link is still an active link. You know, if you post it to somebody's blog or to something, you know, that, that is outside your control, make sure it's a, it's still a good link. Um, you know, I, I lose track of the number of times where I've gone to something and click through and I either get an error message or the weird thing is I get a totally different whatever it was that I was clicking to. That's a, a kind of like clean up your board. So yes. like periodically go and tidy yeah. them up. Yeah. Look at, uh, if, especially if there's some really key informational point, you want to verify that's still available. I right. like that idea a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, amazingly yeah. enough, we are almost ready to wrap up. So uh, first and most importantly, Joyce, how do people find you online if they want to connect with you? Well, <clears throat> I sometimes say Google Joyce Voistel, although my <laughs> name is hard. Because then they can decide how they want to connect with me. So let me right. do two things. J O Y C E, and the last name is tricky. F is in Frank. E U S is in Sam. T E L F E U S T E L. Then you could just also just Google boomers with an apostrophe after the S. More than one boomer. <laughs> boomers social media tutor, as in the baby boomer generation. Right. So boomers apostrophe social media tutor. I think just to Google, because just the other day I Googled myself and my business, and I'm all over, you know, the search engines, luckily, because I've been so active on social media, and that's really, if there's any final tip for this, if you want to get your name out and have, if it's hopefully not Ann Brown or something, you know, but have your your identity be out there, you definitely be active on social media, including Pinterest. Right. And, and if you have a fairly common name, Think about, you know, maybe you need to use your middle initial, your middle name, you know, yep. all those various things so that you're differentiating yourself from the other Ann Browns and Bob Smiths of the world. Yep. Great. Well, any final tips that you want to tell people, especially for Pinterest? I just say, um, follow me because I want to see your visuals. <laughs> and I hope if nothing else, I'll get a few followers out of my Pinterest world because I'm always up for more people that I can see what they're up to. Cool. 
cool, cool. You know, and, yeah. and, um, one of the things that, that I wanted to, to bring up right before we wrap up is some, uh, various, uh, resources because Pinterest is something that oh, yeah. is, it's it's such a cool platform for people. One of the books that I look at very often is by Beth Hayden. And Beth will be my guest later on in the month. And we'll, we'll be talking about Pinterest oh, again. But she wrote Pinfluence, The Complete Guide to Marketing Your Business with Pinterest. And that's a great resource. And, and I think you have a couple of, of good books that you like, too. Yeah, I have this other one, and I just was trying to find one for the, you know, the novice. But frankly, the novice just should go to Pinterest Get Started, Support. But the book that I liked is Pinterest Marketing for Dummies by Kelby, K-E-L-B-Y Carr, C-A-R-R. So Pinterest Marketing for Dummies, it's really, just like all the dummy series, uh, very, very easy to follow. I, I like it a lot. Great. Great. Cool. Well, one last time, tell people how they find you on Pinterest and then on, uh, say, Facebook. On Pinterest, Joyce. I, I, my identity is my personal self, <laughs> F is in Frank, E-U, S is in Sam, T-E-L. And then on Facebook, though, I'd like to drive people more to my business page, if I may. That's my Boomers with the apostrophe after the S, Boomers Social Media Tutor. That will take them to my Facebook page. And from there, they can find my Pinterest uh, account, which I think works really well. Well, and one of the easiest ways for those of you who aren't connected with me and, <clears throat> excuse me, why the heck aren't you connected with me, <laughs> is, you know, the, the easy way is to go to my About Me page. And, you know, quick little plug for About right. Me. It's a free resource. It's kind of an online business card. So you go to about.me slash Deb dot Creer, K-R-I-E-R, and that will give you all the links to all my various social media sites, so that way you can find out uh, how you would like to connect with me also. I'm like Joyce. However you want to connect with me, I'm fine with that. Great. So we are ready. We're at the top of the hour. Look at that. Straight up 12 o'clock. So we are going to wrap up. Thank you, Joyce, for coming on. And to everyone, you know, connect with both of us. And if you have tips, please send them on to us. You know, I love hearing from other people and finding out what they like to do and tips that they have. So, Joyce, thank you very much. And everybody have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant You're listening to Mile High Radio MileHighRadio.com On the World Wide Web For your listening pleasure This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.